Let's see what's going on today. A new United Nations report warns the impacts of climate change are increasing and inevitable. The U.S. has begun the year-long process of formally withdrawing from the Paris Climate Agreement. Right now, about 145 million people live less than three feet above sea level, and scientists predict the world's oceans could rise five to six feet. By the end of this century, worst-case projections have parts of Boston and Manhattan underwater. Tens of thousands of people driven from their homes. Catastrophe down in Australia. This is the kind of emergency that scientists say is made much more likely and more damaging by climate change. Scientists are out with a stark new warning about the disappearance of billions of birds in the U.S. and Canada. More than a quarter of the entire bird population disappeared over the last half century. An unprecedented decline in nature threatening humanity. That's the conclusion of the first United Nations report on biodiversity. A million species are at risk from extinction, from climate change, overfishing, and pollution. Fuck it. I'm going birding. My name is Jacob Job. I'm an ecologist, conservationist, natural sounds recordist, National Geographic explorer, and bird watcher. Those headlines you just heard are the kind of news I encounter on a daily basis, pretty much every morning when I wake up. To escape, I head outdoors and look for birds. Doing this for the last 15 years, I've developed a strong passion and commitment to the natural world. Finding secluded and quiet spots filled with birdsong keeps me sane when bad news becomes overwhelming. And what I enjoy most is hunting down birds by ear. I can identify hundreds of birds by their sounds alone. Now, this is kind of my job. I travel the country and world recording the sounds of our wildest places. But even out here, I can't shake those headlines. I'm furious and I'm scared. The thing I value most, the outdoors, is under attack and it's losing. And what really sucks is knowing I've had a hand in that. In the world I woke up in this morning, it's nearly impossible not to. Modern life pulls us away from the natural places where we used to live. Now, we live in cities where it's hard to grasp what it takes to fuel this way of life. Very few of us know where our food comes from or where the raw materials of our everyday products are harvested. And we definitely don't understand the environmental cost of their production. These facts have created a sort of disconnect, making it easy to ignore our very real impact on the environment, even though we totally depend on its health. In all of these headlines, they tell us one thing. We've stressed the natural world to its breaking point. And instead of focusing on finding solutions, I get pissed at who's threatening what I value most. I point fingers at the other side, and that of course disconnects us from each other. I'm totally guilty of this. Conservation work in general will make you frustrated with people, which plays right into that us versus them mentality. And the more we dig into our differences, the more we see the other side as one thing, a direct threat to the things we care about most. So, how do we solve huge environmental problems with all of these freight connections? After all, neglecting them means we all go down with a ship, the natural world, the wildlife I love, and eventually, our way of life as we know it. 
If we better understood just how much we depend on the environment, I know we all demand that we take better care of it. But because we get hung up on our differences, we forget about what we have in common. So what happens when we focus on our shared values instead? We all want clean air and water, the ability to put nutritious food on our table for our families, right? We have to start listening to each other with respect if we hope to work together to protect the natural world and ensure a safe, secure, and sustainable future. And that is how this project was born. I'm headed to the heart of a place that most Americans are connected to and at the same time totally disconnected from where the raw materials for food and everyday products we consume are produced. From Louisiana's oil and gas coast, to the farms of Arkansas and Iowa, to the mines of Minnesota. I'm visiting the historic heart of commerce in the United States, a region that contains within it some of the biggest environmental threats we face and where the politics are anything but clear cut. I'm headed up the Mississippi Valley to pose the question, what does the natural world mean to you? Will I find common ground? This is a very different kind of listening. As a jaded, disgruntled conservationist, I'm going to need a little help. All right, buddy, scoot over and let me assist. This is Jacqueline. My name is Jacqueline Van Meter, and I am not a jaded conservationist, but I have traveled all over the states helping everyday Americans record sincere conversations with one another to better listen and reflect on the things that matter most in their lives. Wait, that's a job? That's a job. Call it interpersonal oral history. But I'll tell you, Jacob, in times like these... With headlines, like the ones you keep dropping, (laughs) helping people connect through better listening is definitely what's kept me sane. Okay, I can definitely use your help. But if we're going to do this, I'm also going to need to call on some old friends to help us out. And it just so happens, there's millions of them migrating north from Central and South America, headed directly for us right now. Birds, huh? I can tell by your tone, Miss Van Meter, that you aren't entirely sold. Nah, no, birds are nice, um, but... But... I've met a few of you birders, and you guys are great, but you can get a little, um, fanatical? <laughs> I'm just not sure I totally get it. If we can count on anyone to guide us up the Mississippi and reconnect us to the natural world, it's a billion brightly colored songbirds. Because what you don't know... Is that this route we're taking north on the Mississippi? It's the same route these birds have been taking for millennia. Hmm, really? Yep. It's called the Mississippi Flyway. Each year, millions of birds descend upon our backyards as they make their way up this entire route along the Mississippi. They literally change the sights and sounds of this landscape. It's happening right under our noses, and yet, most of us have no clue. And I am definitely among that group. So let's let these birds guide our way, because together, they will lead us through six of the most endangered ecosystems in the nation. Now that is something I need to see for myself. While you can. Each of the six ecosystems still have some small protected spaces that can show us what these environments once were. But we won't have to look far down the road to see the damage we're doing to the rest of the landscape. Damage that makes it harder and harder for the birds and people to stay safe and secure in these places. All right, Jacob, in the spirit of breaking down our assumptions, let's go do some listening. It's on the road to migrate north. Our mission is threefold. One, together, 
Let's reintroduce ourselves to the wild places of America's heartland through sound. Open our ears and really hear what our natural places have to say. Two, let's examine and unpack the threats bearing down on each of these ecosystems. And three, let's find out what these places really mean to the people and the birds who share these landscapes. Learn what we stand to lose if these ecosystems vanish and get to know each other better so we can get past our differences and get on to saving our home together. Welcome to Voices of a Flyway. Our first stop, the Gulf Coast. Migrants are just arriving after a perilous journey across the water to a shoreline that has major problems. There is a huge problem with land loss here. Is it gonna have an impact? Absolutely. These birds are gonna have to fly a longer distance. I'm glad to tell people I'm from down the bayou, from Cutoff. I know everybody that's from over here, they leave. Sooner or later, they're coming back. Hope it never dies. It's gotta keep going. No matter what it takes, we got to fight to protect our communities. From East Texas to the heart of Cajun country, join us next time for Ecosystem One, the coastal wetlands. Let's go. The Voices of a Flyway Project is led by me, Jacob Job. The podcast is written by Jacqueline Van Meter and produced and edited by both of us. Tyler McClure is our photographer. Check out photos from the trip together with even more stories and sounds collected on this flyway in our online story maps. Head to www.voicesofaflyway.com to start exploring. You can reach us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at, at @flywayvoices. A special thank you to National Geographic for supporting this project. Additional support was provided by Colorado State University and specifically the Department of Fish, Wildlife and Conservation Biology, the Warner College of Natural Resources and the School of Global and Environmental Sustainability. We'd also like to thank KCSU, the student run radio station at Colorado State University for sharing the recording space. And thanks to you for listening. Original song, Barn Song, written and performed by Chris Perica. Visit www.chrisparica.com to discover more. Other music in this episode by Blue Dot Sessions. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe to the show wherever you get podcasts and give us a rating and review to help this show reach even more eyes and ears.